Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome to another, hopefully, exciting episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Harley, and with me as always is Reese. Reese, how are you? I'm, I'm really good, um, except I've injured myself uh, pretty badly. Oh no, what'd you do? Um, I, uh, what? I'm a cool, I'm, I'm, I'm a cool dad, as you know, just, I'm a, yeah, yep. I'm a you dad tell me of, every day and I'm That's, still cool. <laughs> you just send um, me random texts first thing in the morning. Just Jesse, by the way, just in case you haven't known, I'm a cool dad. I get cool like, dad. Yeah, this, this, um, and, um, <laughs> I went to the skate park with my kids and, um, I haven't skated for a long time. And when I say skating, I was on, uh, inline skates. Right. Um, and, you didn't um, wear any protection, did you? I didn't wear any protection. God. I had a helmet, I had a helmet, but I fell. Um, I scraped my leg and I cut my elbow and I've messed my wrist up, which is great. I think it's just a sprain. So um, I I downloaded an x-ray app on my phone, which didn't work. <laughs> it was just for fun. It didn't, I think it's just a spray. I'm okay. So I'm just, I'm moving the mouse with my, I'm holding my arm rigid and I'm, I'm just use, moving the mouse with my upper arm rather than using my wrist. So, but, so, okay. so I'll, I'll soldier through. So the man in charge of, of putting together this illustrious podcast forgot to wear protection 
when he went skating for the first time in many, many years. And then when he finally hurt himself, downloaded an x-ray app instead of going to the doctors. <laughs> this is, <laughs> is this a novelty? It doesn't actually work. It's just like a kid's toy. No, no, I um, know. It was free as well. I'm it, fully it was aware. I didn't go for the paid version. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you're breathing you're conscious so that's at least we've that's got fine. that going for you that's that's great. luckily um i don't need my wrist to talk so we'll be fine you're not a hands talker you're not a i'm not a hands talker no right, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna teach us today reese um have you heard of the pig war of 1859 who hasn't the pig war of 1859 my god i talk about it every day it's great, isn't it? I, it's do you know fantastic. I, like it? it's, I can't work out what I like more the 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 pigs or the, the war. war. Or yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you imagine in your head when you say pig war? Well, of eighteen fifty nine. Yeah. So I'm picturing a large battlefield. Yeah. And on one side, on either side, there's the large gap in between. This you know, on either side of the, of this battlefield, there's this army of pigs. And they're just staring at each other from across the battlefield. And then one pig takes a, like a, a trumpet and just does this giant battle cry, a squeal, a battle squeal. And then both pig armies charge, if pigs can charge, towards one another. And then they there's can a run. giant. Yeah. And then, you know, there's fire and 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 then at, and at the end, there's just a wonderful smell of bacon like an hour later. <laughs> Exactly. So one of the pigs has got a flamethrower and everyone's going, oh, wow, smells good. <laughs> That's so, it. Thanks for listening great. to our episode on the Pig War of 1859. Glad that's to listen. That's exactly what happened. That's, I can't really exactly, add much I, to it. Yeah. Right? I guessed it accurately as, as fuck. Oh no, yeah. oh, no, hang on. There's three pages of notes about an actual historical event called the Pig War of 1859 that isn't that. So we should probably talk about it. Uh, is it actually <laughs> called the Pig War of 1859? Is that what it's called? The whole thing? Because it's as, the if, pig war. as if they had to like tack on 1859 so that you wouldn't get it confused with all the <laughs> other pig wars. Yeah, we'll remember the Pig War of 1982. You know, that <laughs> <laughs> really besmudged Ronald Reagan's record. But, you know, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Although there was there was the Bay of Pigs, but that was different. That was totally the Cold different. War. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was no war between the pigs. There was just a bay. So Filled anyway, the pigs, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so the, the Pig War was a confrontation between of eighteen fifty nine, Reese, of, in eighteen fifty nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, between the United States and the United Kingdom, which was when the UK was still in charge of Canada, when it was still just a bunch of colonies for pre-confederation. Right. And it was a border war over the San Juan Islands between uh, Vancouver Island and the state of Washington. So uh, basically there was, they, they, they kind of agreed rough borders, at, but there were still loads of gaps uh, over who owned what because no one really had many accurate maps. They were still drawing maps at that time. And the, the closest map they had was like nearly 100 years old. So um, people just started to occupy these areas from Europe and the United States without really knowing which country they were in. Um, but huh. also the, the issue was the San Juan Island had a lot of, uh, wasn't really well regarded in terms of resources or size or anything but it was a really important strategic military point so it was it gave um if there was ever a war between the uk and and the united states in that area it would have given them a huge advantage over the the kind of pacific battle i'm looking at it right now on google maps 
Yeah, is there's a whole bunch of tiny little islands all throughout that around where the border is. So, so the uh, in 1857, the British and American commissioners there met uh, on a ship called HMS Satellite. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if Point Roberts has anything to do with this particular war of like where where the border should go. Because if you, I mean, it has really probably nothing to do with with the Pig War of 1859. But if you look up Point Roberts, it's it's American, but it's just an offshoot of a Canadian, like sort of, I guess you could call it a peninsula. It's really weird. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny little piece of America that juts off from Canada. It's so, yeah, if you want to go to this, I think, I think it's massy. It is massy there. It's very messy. Yeah. And when those commissioners met on HMS satellite in 1857, they, 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 they spoke for months. I think they started talking in June and they discussed the issue until December um, and they couldn't work out. They, they never really um, sorted it out. And um, there was this ambiguity over everything because they kind of all claimed, they kind of roughly agreed that you're there, we're here, but they wouldn't write it down in detail that in a way they, they agreed on it. So uh, this was fine because not a lot was going on there. There was no real issue. But then something really dramatic happened that would, would, would kind of propel things into... Um, Crazy territory, brown trousers territory. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really hoping this has to do with literal pigs. I'm really hoping. So, uh, Layman Coulter was an American farmer, and he was growing potatoes on his farm on San Juan Island. And one morning, he found a large black pig rooting in his garden. Um, and and this wasn't the first time it happened. The pig had been terrorizing his potatoes on several occasions. Terrorizing was, his potatoes. I know. I don't exactly. know if potatoes can be terrorized, but well, if they can, they were right. So, all right, fair enough. I'm Thanks. no scientist, but <laughs> no, I'm sure. Cool that, dad, you know, we've talked about this. Cool, yeah. cool dad. <laughs> but I'm not a scientist. Not a scientist. Unless, no, just, unless is the unless is the science of being a cool dad then. <laughs> Then I am a PhD, so um, <laughs> I'm a leader in my field. So the, uh, the he, he uh, cut block, PhD cut. pretty happening dad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Cutler basically was so upset he shot the pig and killed it. Um, for all the, the pig- for all the terrorizing the pig was doing, yeah. Yeah, but the pig was owned by Irishman Charles Griffin, who was employed by the Hudson Bay Company to run the sheep ranch, and he was part of the British side of things. So so the, there was obviously, you know, you shoot a pig, there are consequences, even, <laughs> even in the 1800s. I think you know. that should be a t-shirt right there. Shoot a pig. There are there consequences. Are consequences. <laughs> so, oh my god! <laughs> so basically, um, Charles Griffin, the the Irishman working for the Hudson Hudson Bay Company, was had several pigs that he allowed to roam freely, and uh, they'd lived in peace on the island. Uh, one was growing potatoes well, the for had, the most part. The other had free range pigs. That, um, and then, obviously, this this was the first time it happened. So uh, Cutler offered. Uh, Ten dollars, which is the equivalent to about two hundred and eighty dollars, to compensate for the pig, but Griffin was unsatisfied and demanded a hundred dollars, which is the equivalent to two thousand eight hundred. So wow. maybe it was a maybe it was a fancy pig. Maybe Griffin was just trying to rinse him for maybe it was psychological trauma that he was trying to factor in the price because he loved that pig, you know. Um, and and 
and and and Cutler believed he shouldn't have to pay for the pig because the pig was trespassing on his land. Because uh, we all know that pigs recognize do not trespass signs. Of course, so. the first thing you do when you raise pigs is teach them how to read signs. Exactly. That's, exactly. You know, every, everyone knows that. Come on. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, I have to interrupt. You thought we were doing this for free this entire time, didn't you? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, no, we've got we got to pay the bills. So you're gonna you're gonna sit there and you're gonna listen to what we have to feed in your ear holes, and you're gonna like it. So Cutler said to Griffin, "It was eating my potatoes," and Griffin replied, "It's up to it's up to you to keep your potatoes out of my pig." <laughs> Which another some, great t-shirt keep another, your potatoes out of my pig that's <laughs> potatoes out of my pig. so which i love i love some good 1800 sass there just <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my god i want to make a book 1800 sass 1800 just, sass just, keep your potatoes out of my pig <laughs> oh my god that'd be amazing yeah, keep your potatoes out of, out my, of my pig, pig. And, and other 1800, 1800 sass. sass quotes yeah <laughs> Want to baffle and bewilder your neighbors and friends with 1800 sass? Pick up this book. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, good. I, we should find some more. Uh, we should do a whole thing on the 1800s Canadian sass. I'd love it. Yes, <laughs> please. Let's. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to find like three quotes. That's, that's going to be it. <laughs> so what happened then? The British authorities decided they were going to arrest Cutler. So Cutler then uh, contacted the American government and called for military protection. So um, 66, yeah, so 66 soldiers of the 9th Infantry Regiment came to San Juan Islands in order to prevent the British from landing to arrest Cutler because he shot a pig. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, Hold on a second. Who was going to arrest you? Sorry, I'm a little. So, so the. I'm still, so I'm the, still on the keep your potatoes out of my pig. Or <laughs> essentially the, the American settler who shot the pig um, was going to be arrested by the British and he contacted the American government. So they sent 66 soldiers to the island to protect him. From his neighbor. From from the British military, from arrested him. So, so his neighbor wanted money because he, he wouldn't pay it because he shot a pig. Yeah. He wouldn't pay it. So his neighbor contacted the military, no, the police, the British military, the, the British, British military, yeah, to come and arrest him. And yeah. he got his military, the United States military, to come and protect him. Yeah. So okay. now you I'm had de- so you had an Irishman, an American, a dead pig. 66 American soldiers all on one island. 
and and some half-eaten potatoes <laughs> that may or may not have been in a pig. And then the <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened was to to respond to that the the British sent three warships to respond to the soldiers. What? Warships. So then the situation continued to escalate, and by uh, by later on that year, in 1859, there were then 461 Americans with 14 cannons, and they were opposed by five British warships with 70 guns and carrying 2,140 men. So essentially you had a, a kind of a cold war. Just pay war. the man the money. Oh my God. <laughs> Just- <laughs> it, yeah, there's a cold war over this pig. Here's $100. Fuck. <laughs> Um, oh so, my god! So the the governor of the colony of Vancouver ordered the the British admiral uh, to land marines on the island and engage the American soldiers uh, and basically start a war. Um, and he refused, saying that two great nations in a war over a squabble about a pig was foolish. Essentially, so yeah. he yeah. he was like, "I'm not I'm not going to go and shoot them because of this pig." So the 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 local commanding officers both had been given the same orders, which was defend yourselves, but do not shoot. So essentially, uh, this for several days, the British and the the U.S. soldiers exchanged insults and tried to goad each other into firing first because they were under strict orders not to fire first, only to fire back. Um, and they were just sat there on the island then, um, just pointing guns at each other with like thousands <laughs> of soldiers. Oh my god! What? So then. <laughs> Um, so, I'm just so, picturing, I'm picturing again, the field, but in, and, and like, you know, and a thousand soldiers on one side, a thousand soldiers on the other side, just pointing guns at each other. And in the middle of this quiet field, a little breeze goes by. The wind makes the grass flow. And in the center is one dead, rotting pig. Exactly. <laughs> the belly full of potatoes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. So, so eventually, um, the word of the crisis reached Washington and London, and both uh, capitals were shocked <laughs> and, and determined to calm the potentially explosive international incident slash war. So, U.S. President James Buchanan and General, and this is a great if you, if you were ever going to name a British general in a in a movie. You would use this name. So this general was called General Winfield Scott. Um, that is a good so name. It's a great British general name. So <laughs> they they started negotiating, and they decided it was in the it was in the best interest to to not shoot each other because <laughs> of the pig. Um, uh, so how long did that decision take? Did they have to sit down and discuss this for a while? Like <laughs> also, the U.S. was on the brink of a civil war, so the last thing they wanted was like a border war with with the British kind of forces in Canada. Right. So they were they were eager to kind of make this work. So what what, what basically happened was, um, did they have a pig roast? No, they, they should have. No, but what what they decided to do was to ha- allow joint occupation of the island. So they forgot about the whole pig thing. They moved on from that. They were said, to deal with it. You know, just just buy a new pig. Just build build a fence. <laughs> grow up. Like we're not we're not going to start a war over this. So they, they they set up the English camp on the north end of the island um, and an American camp on the south end of the island. And the idea was that they would just share, they would have military bases and they would share control of the island. And what happened then was there were just small military units stationed there. There was no real reason for there to be military there other than it was just a consequence of the people at the top saying we need to share this island. And it became... Uh, uh, 
a, a place where it became famous for having a great social life. So they would have athletic contests with each other. They would uh, drink all the time together. And it was a really peaceful, fun place to be stationed. It was like, if you were going to be stationed anywhere by the military, to be on San Juan Island <clears throat> where you get to party with people from Canada was was seen as a pretty good thing. And, and large amounts of alcohol were available on the island. So they would all had a really good time. So Americans and Canadian, the American and Canadian military or British military would both be stationed on this island and just drink and party ever since the the Pig War of 1859. Yeah, this yeah. Is, so it's essentially just like a party island. Um, so it is, it, is, it is owned by the states on one island. It, it is, it is now owned by the states and there's actually a... Um, there's there's a commemorative uh, like plaque or something for the pig war there as well. You can go visit it. Um, a, pl- a plaque for what? For all the people yeah. that died in the. <laughs> but do, do you know how they decided? One, one, you know how there's they- one life that ended in the in the, the pig war of 1859, and that's the single pig. Just exactly. <laughs> The UK and the United States couldn't decide between themselves. So they got the German Emperor Wilhelm I to come in as an arbitrator to decide for them. Wow. Like, How did he decide? The, is it, but can you imagine did they have that? Like like, a, did they have like a like a talent, kind I don't of talent know. show? Or like there, a, was, there was just karaoke off kind of, or something? Like who's, who's the, who can know. drink more beer? Like exactly, exactly. Who can shoot a pig from a further distance? That would have been ironic. <laughs> so... They, and in the end, he decided he favored the American claim to the island. So the Americans had it. And um, I just, just find a really, can you imagine like the, like say France and Germany couldn't decide on something between them. So they rang Donald Trump. I'm like, can you decide this first? <laughs> I don't know. It's fair to compare him to Donald Trump, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know a lot about Wilhelm the first, the German emperor. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> is comparable to Donald Trump. Let's, yeah. <laughs> so this is an interesting episode that was like both Canadian and American in nature because it's, it's, yeah. So it's like both, this is, this could have been an American politics is boring, but let's face it. It's, Totally not boring. <laughs> American politics is fucking <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> but I, I just thought it was a, a little-known almost war that never happened. I want to go and check out the plaque now. I want if I'm going to go to the states, I'm going to go to San Juan Island and uh, go you know there. Where? Just fry some bacon, have a sandwich, and remember. Never <laughs> <laughs> a minute silence with a mouthful of bacon. <laughs> so. But like you hear about like at this time, you know, like history, lots of terrible things were happening to people. But for this to escalate so quickly over a, a dispute between two farmers, it's just crazy. Did he have sway with the military or something? Like, how did he get, how did both of them know. get the military to come like, hey, there's a dead pig and a neighbor saying that he owes him a hundred dollars. Let's bring over 66 military over. Oh, well, that sounds like a good waste of our time. Let's go. Yeah. That's- well, so it, like <laughs> if my neighbor ran over a cat and I was like, right. I live in Canada, but my na- my neighbor is a Canadian. Run over my cat. He won't give me a hundred dollars to buy a new cat or to pay with the vet's bills. I'm going to call the British military to come to Canada, and they think this is a great idea, and they send a horde of people to come help you with this. Right? Yeah, that's when are you going to pay him for his cat? We will not leave this quiet suburban neighborhood until. <laughs> and then it turned into a party island. I was not I expecting that at all. Like, I know. 
Like soon after, was it the same people who were like at a, at a standstill war just moments before? Like, Hey Bobby, do you remember, have a drink with me. Do you remember the time I was about to shoot you in your face? Fun times, right? Fun times. Let's get a drink. Like, is this, this is the same people partying with one another. They were about to kill each other a week before. I I guess so. so, But, but then like, I suppose you're on the Island. They're over there. They're like, Oh, maybe they want to play, you know, some sport against us or some cards, or maybe they, they've got some cool booze that we can't get in America. You know, like, and vice versa. It's like, it's, yeah, it's nice. I think it's good that they avoided a war and then lasting friendships were formed um, on the on the same ground that the pig carcass was. <laughs> it's a happy ending. <laughs> Now we need to find more wars involving farm animals. Please. Yes, I'm all about this. <laughs> Chicken war of 1912 and such. <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for sticking around and putting us in your ear holes. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. Uh, yeah, Reese, thanks so much for, for having me and teach me some fantastically wonderful crap about our history. And uh, yeah, uh, my name is Jesse Harley. This is Reese Waters. Hi. Thank you very much. <laughs> you must say goodbye, not hi. Oh, bye. Yeah. yeah. The, the and, other one. Right, yeah. And uh, until next time, keep your potatoes out of my pig. I will. And keep your pig out of my potatoes. <laughs> what a, a sign-up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. 
If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.